0: Well, hello, everybody. It's a beautiful Monday afternoon, Monday, February 24th, 2020. Hope you all had a very great weekend, fun weekend, exciting weekend. I hope you didn't bet or lose any money on Deontay Wilder, because if you did, (sighs) sucks for you. All right, so today's edition of Love Talk on this Monday afternoon. We're going to talk politics. We're going to talk Hey, is Bernie Sanders a legitimate contender? We're going to also talk about the concerns and cautions that other Democrats have if Sanders wins the nomination. We'll also talk about the South Carolina primary, looking ahead to tomorrow night's debate. Also, who we think will win, who we think will have a good debate, and the candidate that needs to have a very good showing of the debate. Also, we will talk, of course, in our if and only if segment, about the life and legacy. Of the one and only Kobe Bryant. Uh, we'll also talk to Wayne Wade's retirement of his jersey. The Miami Heat retired his jersey this past Saturday night. And we'll also talk a little bit, just a little bit of baseball. Not too much, just a little bit of baseball. We'll talk Astros, we'll talk uh, Dodgers, we'll talk Angels. And we will also give you the menu of the week about the very important. Things going on this week politically. Tonight, CNN's doing the town hall. Tuesday, CBS is doing the Democratic debate. And Wednesday, CNN's doing another town hall. So we'll take a look about that. Alright, so now, the new episode of Love Talk coming right now. So, hope you guys had a very great weekend. And a lot of Democrats are concerned whether or not uh, Bernie Sanders is the legitimate Democratic Uh, nominee i was watching cnn this past weekend and a couple things struck me number one uh one of the, the the uh pundits his name is bakari sellers he was sitting up here talking about how uh bernie said everybody should calm down you know it's only three primaries in and everyone should calm down i thought to myself yes we are three you know primaries in and you know, Super Tuesday, we have a lot of way to go. But it's almost like Dem- Bernie Sanders is showing that he can be the Democratic nominee. And I hate to say this, but all of these traditional, you know, Democratic people, such as uh, uh, Joe Biden and, you know, the the normal, to- the normal Washington establishment... I think you guys should get on board because even if Bernie Sanders does not win the South Carolina primary, the way his mo- the the type of momentum he has even going in to the South, Car- South Carolina primary, the fact that at Nevada he won majority of white people, he won uh the majority of Hispanics. He won majority of the young people if Joe Biden had this type of showing in Nevada, can you imagine Ohio, Pennsylvania Michigan, Florida there's even there's a poll out right now saying that he's leading in California so if Bernie Sanders can have this type of momentum flowing right now just imagine how the type of momentum will have flowing in the other states especially some of the more blue collar uh swing states such as a Ohio such as a Pennsylvania such as a Florida so it'll be pretty interesting to look at and see how uh the democratic uh democratic candidates, and even other campaign uh, people are supportive of Bernie Sanders. If Buttigieg, will some of his people join? Will Elizabeth Warren, will some of her people join? Will Biden, some of his people join? It's very important. So I think that it's very uh, important uh, for us as voters to really pay attention to this year's election. Uh, one thing I am hearing right now, according to CNN, uh, this is breaking news. The wife of Supreme Court Justice, uh, Thomas, of the, of the Supreme Court Justice, Clarence Thomas, apparently is gathering lists of staffers deemed to be disloyal to Donald Trump. Uh, apparently, the Trump team made a list of people who apparently are disloyal to him. So, uh, that's very alarming. If I work under Donald Trump, if I were in his administration, uh, it's very alarming. It's very cautious. It's very concerning. One thing I will say, love talk, and I'm going to move on to some of the other topics, is that we need to really pay attention to this year's election. Because as I stated on Saturday... Apparently, Russia is again meddling in our election again this year. So, that's something to pay attention to. Donald Trump is pretty much acting like a dictator. He is, if you're not for him, if you are against him, he will treat you as such. So, these are the things that we need to pay attention to, uh, to look at, to really ask ourselves. What type of president do we want to elect? Do we want to keep Donald Trump in office? Do we want to continue to deal with his tactics, to deal with him being a bully, him being mean, him being misogynistic, him being sexist towards women, him sitting up here, uh, allowing his, abusing his power to, you know, do what he wants to do for his gang? That's something that we really need to uh, pay attention to. And again, uh, before I announce the whole breaking news of Clarence Thomas' wife uh, releasing, making a list of people that disloyal to Trump, another thing I want to say in regards to Bernie Sanders potentially winning the nomination is the concerns and cautiousness about Sanders winning, if he were to win the Democratic nomination. There's a lot of things going on right now in regards to the whole Democratic socialist. What does that mean? How will that affect uh, the political race going going into November as time goes on? Listen, I said this on Saturday. We live in a capitalist society. For the last... 400 or so years we've lived a capitalist society that's not going to change anytime soon we are a capitalist society we've always been a capitalist society and and that's what we're always going to be excuse me one of the things I think will be pretty interesting is seeing the narrative come fall election time When we get closer to the debates, presidential debates, and let's say Bernie Sanders does win the nomination, how he will be viewed, how Donald Trump will be viewed. Donald Trump is a billionaire, you know, who's got money. Uh, Bernie Sanders is more so the go-getter, the workaholic, trying to make a name, trying to do the best he can for everyone. And a whole bunch of people. And, and, and other people. Uh, another thing I heard about. On CNN this morning was. Bernie Sanders releasing. One of the things he wants to do. Is free child care. So that should be pretty interesting. To see. Now I'm going to go on. To the South Carolina primary. Looking forward to Tuesday night's debate. Uh. I think some of the people who I would like to see have a very good showing uh, in tomorrow night's debate. Obviously, Michael Bloomberg, I want to see how he comes out of of this tomorrow night's debate. Uh, will he you know come out of the whole one-sidedness? Will he be more firm? Will he say more? Will he explain more? of his policies of what he wants to do. As I told you guys this past Saturday uh, on our edition of Love Talk I think he did I don't think he did that great uh, in the debate last Wednesday night I think he could have been a bit more uh, responsive in his responses, more detailed in what he was trying to do Uh, to me he sounds like, he, he he basically sounded like a billionaire, a man that makes a lot of money that doesn't want to really uh release his taxes. He said that yeah, uh, it'll take a couple weeks. Uh he said, "Yeah, I've worked hard for my money." You know, so that sounds like somebody who is a billionaire who's made a whole bunch of money. <clears throat> so I think it'll be pretty interesting. Uh, Another thing that some of the people are saying, you know, political analysts, is will Bernie Sanders be attacked? I do expect him to be attacked. I I do expect that from Joe Biden, uh, from uh, Mayor Pete, from all the other candidates. He will be uh, criticized. But I think he can handle it because I think, if anything, I think 2016 taught... Bernie Sanders, a valuable lesson in, uh, you know, trying to do the best you can to cover the ground and gain as much momentum as possible. So, I think in this debate, South Carolina, I expect Bernie Sanders again to have a very good showing. I expect Elizabeth Warren to have a pretty fair, uh... Debate tomorrow. But I think Joe Biden. Needs to have a very good showing. Because yes he is winning. uh, South Carolina right now. But he's only up by five. Points. You know that's not a huge margin. Uh, I know. When it came to the. Nevada results. Of the primary. I know that. Bernie Sanders. Uh, basically blew out his opponents. So, even if Joe Biden wins South Carolina, I will say that he would have to put more momentum, more uh, of a alertness in Ohio, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Florida because if Bernie Sanders wins any four of those uh, swing states. I hate it, it's gonna be a long t- summer and, and, and fall going into the general election because if Bernie Sanders can win those four any one of those four states, you know it, it's pretty much game over. So I think that uh, Joe Biden needs to have a very good showing. As well as Michael Bloomberg, just to see, uh, you know, what's ahead. Alright, so in our segment of If and Only If, today was the memorial services of Kobe Bryant. Uh, I did check out the some of the uh, things that were said. Uh, his I heard his wife speak, I heard Diana Taurasi speak, I heard Michael Jordan speak, I heard Shaq speak. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel, um, Gio Auriemma, head coach of uh, Connecticut's basketball team. Also heard the young lady from the Oregon basketball team uh, speak. And one of the things that I will say about Kobe Bryant is Kobe Bryant lived a life that, you know, was inspiring, uh, was motivative, was... um, Courageous, Kobe Bryant has did a lot of things that you don't see too many athletes do. Uh, Kobe Bryant was for uh, women sports and women playing basketball and young people. Uh, you know, he won an Oscar. You don't see too many athletes in that across that can be able to cross over uh, from the arena. And I know, and I'm going to say this, a lot of people want to bring up, you know, his past, you know, what happened in Colorado. Uh, so I'm going to mention this. For all of you that don't know Love Talk, uh, Gail King did an interview with Kobe Bryant's good friend, Lisa Leslie. She asked Lisa Leslie about what happened in 2003 in Colorado. Uh and the reason why Gail King's receiving a lot of backlash is because of the fact of you know she kind of brought it up and mentioned it, but then she said, Well, uh, you know, CBS, you know, they 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 added that part in and, and they put that part in. Number one I'm a journalist. I consider myself a journalist. If Gayle King did not want to ask Lisa Leslie that question, then by all means, she didn't have to include that 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 question in there. As journalists, you know, you take notes when you when you know who you're interviewing. You take notes, you research the person and you know that there are certain questions that you're going to ask. So me, myself, Love Talk, I wasn't buying the whole thing that Gail King was saying only because you're the one interviewing Lisa Leslie. So it's your interview. You can ask whatever question you want to ask. But I think the reason why a lot of people were upset is the fact that you waited, what, 17 years to bring up something, and especially when Kobe Bryant's dead, when you could have asked him this when he was alive. And another thing that people uh, another thing that people um, are not aware of, is what actually happened during that court case in 2003. I remember that court case. I was like in fourth grade, but I remember uh, reading the Sports Illustrated Magazine, about the whole thing with Kobe Bryant. Now, the woman that alleged this, I say alleged, uh, she wasn't all the way there mentally. Uh, She had said that um, Kobe Bryant did it, but Kobe Bryant did not do it. Uh, There was nothing, no evidence that showed that he did it. So I just think if we're going to talk about this 2003 incident, I think you should include everything. And yes, Kobe Bryant is not perfect. Yes, he's made mistakes. But overall, I think Kobe Bryant is one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But certainly how people talk about him, how he was a loving father, a loving husband. I think all of those, I think that outweighs that whole situation. You know, uh, Kobe Bryant, you know, he, he had, he, he's grown, he's matured. You know, we, we've grown with him. You know, if you're a basketball fan, a Laker fan, you know, you, you grow. And so, of course, you know, as you grow, you mature. You handle things differently. You handle your life differently. I just think that Kobe Bryant and the work that he's done, the efforts that he's made, the contributions that he made, you know, to other people. I just think that whole 2003 case, you know, to me it's played out. Yes, he made a mistake. Yes, he's not perfect. Uh... You know, he he, he he made a mistake, he owned up to his mistake, let it go. You know, it, it we live in a society, love talk, that is very you know, always likes to judge people, always likes to be negative. Why don't we see the positive in people? Why don't we see the good that people have done? Because I because honestly, and this is the honest truth. When is when our life is over? And I think about this all the time. Even in my own life. When my life is over. There's only going to be one judge. And it's not me. It's not my wife. It's not my daughter. It's not my parents. It's not my family. It's not friends. The only judge that you stand before. When your life is over. is God. And when you put that. In perspective a lot of things we worry about, we stress about, we be upset over. All oh, that stuff's not going to matter because what matters is living your life that's pleasing in the eyesight of God, not the eyesight of this person, not the eyesight of that person, living your life in the eyesight of God that pleases Him. I think that's the most important thing. But so many times that gets thrown away with because people are always bringing up, well you did this and you said that. Oh, she did this. Who cares? That's the past. But so many times we, 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 we like to go back and you know, go over what people have done right or wrong. That doesn't matter. What matters is Did the person live a life to encourage other people, to help other people, to progress other people? Yes, they did. Okay, so if they did all those things, then what mistakes they made along the way doesn't matter. Because those mistakes or those situations uh, bettered the person. So when it comes down to the life and legacy of Kobe Bryant... I would definitely say to me, you know, he's a Hall of Famer. This year he will be elected uh, into the Hall of Fame. You know, he's lived a life that's worth living. And yes, as um, I think it was Michael Jordan that said, uh, or no, Stephen A. Smith said on ESPN this morning that, he had a lot of more life to look forward to—the life of his daughter, uh, Gigi, playing basketball, and different things like that. So I just think that Kobe Bryant, his—he—he—he—he—he he, 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 he let his work on the court and definitely off the court uh, speak for him. Another thing on if and only if this past Saturday night, the Miami Heat retired the jersey. Of Dwayne Wade. And I was really happy for Dwayne Wade. I'm happy for him. Uh, He's received. He's been receiving. A lot of blacklash apparently. uh, For you know. Just allowing. His. uh, Child. Came out. You know. Is transgender. uh, You know. Dwayne Wade's child. Was a boy. Uh, Now, considering herself to be a girl. Uh, Dwayne Wade has been receiving a lot of backlash uh, regarding this. Um, And it's a very touchy subject. Uh, You know, I can't really give an opinion, so I'm not. But one thing I am going to say is that I think as a society... We should give a little bit more love and understanding when it comes down to certain things. Because I was talking to my wife, my wife, Tanji, the other night. And I was telling her, I said, when we were kids and when we were coming up, we didn't hear cases or instances where people we knew changed their gender. We heard nothing about that, so it's different because of how society is now, because social media and different things so it's different, so I understand the Wayne Wade's support of his child only because you know he doesn't want to make his child feel um disowned. Or left out. Or not loved. So I understand that. And so one thing I will say. And I'm not saying this. As a criticism. I'm not. I'm not saying this as a criticism. Or a disrespect. I'm only saying this. From observation. I can't speak for any other culture. But my own. In the African American community. We have a tendency of disowning people for either for their sexuality. So I can understand why Dwayne Wade is supportive of his child. Because regardless of the sexuality of the individual if you love the individual and you love that person regardless of what they are you would still love them you still be there you still be supportive yes you know if you look at it from the spiritual realm of the bible yes there are certain things that as christians you know we should agree with and we shouldn't agree with all I'm saying at the end of the day is that we should lead with love because that's what society needs now we have enough criticism and enough negativity and enough hatred around us enough so we should have more people being more loving being more caring being more kind uh, but I was happy for Dwayne Wade to see uh, his retirement of his jersey. Uh, he did talk about Kobe Bryant. He talked about certain things. So I, overall, I'm happy for Dwayne Wade. Uh, and I hope that he has um, success and, and, and positive things happen for him in the future. One thing I did not get a chance to do. And I know I said I would. I did not get a chance to listen to the Red Table talk between Snoop Dogg and Will Smith's wife, Jada Pinkett Smith. Uh, I will check that out uh, later today, and I'll take some notes on it, and we can talk about it tomorrow. Of course, Snoop Dogg was in the uh, controversy with Gail King. He, you know, he called Gail King out of her name. Uh, He later apologized, but a lot of people felt like he was wrong for that. So, I'll look over that. Alright, so baseball season is coming up pretty soon. Spring training has started. Uh, A lot of people feel like the Houston Astros... That their championship should be vacated... For their sign-stealing scandal. Uh, A lot of people feel like the Astros... Uh, should have some type of consequence the commissioner rob manford said that uh nothing's going to happen uh the astros players are receiving some death threats in regards to the scandal you know baseball scandals have happened you know baseball have, have always had something going on that that's nothing new uh, I just think that how they handled the whole thing with the Astros uh, is pretty unfair in a sense. I mean, the Red Sox fired As- uh, Alex Cora, the manager. The Mets fired Carlos Beltran, which to me, I could understand why they did it. But to me, they shouldn't have really fired those two. Only because, hey, they're not... With the team anymore. Now if they were still with the team. Or still with management. Okay then that's a little bit different. So uh, I just think that. You know. Baseball should put some things in place. To really deal with this. Because let me tell you. The Houston Astros weren't the only one doing this. There were about seven other teams doing it. So it'll be pretty interesting to see. uh, How things go. Uh, I'm a Dodger fan, so the Dodgers have traded for Mookie Betts from the Red Sox. Uh, we'll see how that goes. We will also see, um, how we will also see how the Angels do with their new manager, uh, Joe Madden. He was the cubs manager last year before they got before he parted ways with them it'll be uh pretty interesting to see how things go um what else oh so the nfl has a new cba proposal they're proposing the whole 17 game series i mean 17 game season so that'll be pretty interesting also a couple things with the playoffs so it'll be pretty interesting to see how things go. All right. Before I close out with some final thoughts, uh, the menu for the week is tonight, as we mentioned earlier, CNN Town Hall. Tomorrow, CBS is doing the Democratic debate. Uh, I want I want us all to check that out. And Wednesday, CNN's finishing up their coverage. Of the Democratic Town Halls. From South Carolina. Uh, so it's very interesting. To see how things are going to go. So. Uh, in my clothes. Love talk. Times have changed. Uh, it's some. It's It's. You just never know. How things are going to be. In life. Uh, I think it's very important for us as people to really pay attention to what's going on around us, uh, to really be observant, to spend more time, uh, with our family, you know, letting them know that, you know, we love and appreciate them, but also to really work on ourselves, you know, to really work on, uh, dealing with some of the things that you maybe didn't want to deal with. Two, three years ago, you know, to deal with the issues, to deal with the things that bother us, that make us bitter, that make us unforgiving, because at some point uh, we will again have to answer for what we do. And one of the things that I tell myself all the time, especially now that you know I'm I'm a, a husband. And a dad is leading with love because that's really what our children need. Our our children, you know, need love, you know, because that's what we needed. We needed love, we needed support, so that's what they need. But I think because there's so much negativity, there's so much hatred, uh, there is so much, um, there's so much chaos around us that you know we have to be what we have to be for our children what we wanted our parents to be for us we wanted our parents to be supportive we wanted our parents to be loving we wanted our parents to hear us out our children are going to to need that from us and so much more so in my clothes as uh, we go off the air love talk it's very important to lead with love. If you have someone in your life, whether it be a wife, whether it be a husband, whether it be a child, whether it be friends, whether it be a neighbor or a coworker, uh, lead with love. Be supportive. You know be forgiving. Uh, be quick to forgive. Don't go to bed angry. Don't be bitter. Don't hold people hostage. For things that they've done in their past life. Because. At some point in time. All those things are going to come back to you. And as I mentioned with Kobe Bryant. There's only one judge. And that one judge. That will make the final judgment of your life. It's God. So it's very important. To take the time to work towards. How we live our life, the type of life that we live, how we treat people, how do we treat our spouse, how do we treat our children? All those things matter because you don't want, God forbid, something to happen to you and your child or your spouse or your friends or your parents don't know how much you love them because of the chaos or because of what you. Held in your heart. So, I love talk. It's been a very great day. Again, as I always say on every uh, episode, I hope I was able to leave you with something encouraging and inspiring. And as we go off the air, we're going off the air uh, with the famous song, Wake Up Everybody. And that, I'll leave it there. We have to wake up as a society, as a people. As families, as a country, we have to wake up and see that all the material things that we think about doesn't matter. The house, the cars, the money, when it's time for us to cross over, all those things don't matter, and we can't take those things with us when we leave here. All those things are just borrowed, all those things are just temporary. Because the things that we can take with us are love, peace, joy, forgiveness, um, you know, kindness, compassion. All those things will stay. All those things will matter. So in my close, I just want to leave you with this question. What's more important to you? The material things or the internal, eternal things and I'll leave you with this what would what would profit a man or a woman to gain the whole world and lose their soul I love you all, Love Talk hope you have a very great day and I'm out